welcome, welcome, how are you? How are you? Welcome, I welcome. can't believe people paid for the privilege Great of this. To meet you. Dude, I say it at live shows and I get uproarous applause. And it's I am amazing. Depressed every single time. Every time I'm and like, well, this is never. the show we're doing, huh? No, I yeah, know. yeah. See, I've had it now both shows and it's it's worked out absolutely perfectly. Mm-hmm. Uh, welcome to Minnesota number 98. Woo. Two more in Woo. Minnesota 100. Why did Woo. I do this to myself? Why That's did I do it? Let's meet the ball. Why did I make this promise so close to doing the JFK show? I don't know, man. You are I'm a fool. A, I'm a fool. What are we going to? You're really going to lock us down for 100 minutes. The episode of, that we just did was not even 100 minutes. I know. I know. And it was, but it was close. It was getting there. We it was were a almost honker, there. But it was, it was not honk, 100 it was a, minutes. It was a honk and chonker. You weren't, you weren't wrong. I'm going to figure uh, it out. Mark my words. Today's not a hundred minute episode. It's just a normal minisode, everybody. And uh, I'm going to open it up with a quick one, but our boy is back. Gentlemen, we've been keeping tabs on him over the course of a year. I think at this point, what? he Who? enters our lives and then he leaves our lives for months at a time. Sasquatch? And when we, when we just think we got an explanation as to who or what he is, the jetpack man of LAX. No, returns. fuck that. Are you serious? Again, a few days ago, everybody. Who is this son of a bitch? Jetpack man. There's a video of it. I'll link it to you. Uh, Who is this crazy motherfucker? We don't know. We don't know. Uh, this comes from ABC News. This is the video. It's ABC News video from a few days ago. There's the link for you, gentlemen. Uh, this is uh, Jetpack man back in the sky. The mystery surrounding sightings of what appears to be a person flying a jetpack near uh, LAX has uh, seemingly revived this week when yet another pilot spotted the strange aerial anomaly. The peculiar incident reportedly occurred on Thursday afternoon as an American airline jet was approximately 15 miles from LAX and approaching the site for landing. The normal routine conclusion of the flight took a weird turn when the pilot spotted what they described to the nearby air traffic controller as a guy with a jetpack <laughs> soaring through the sky at an, altitude, at an altitude of about 4,500 feet. Alas, it would seem that neither the pilot nor anyone on the crew managed to photograph or film the suspected jetpack clad individual. That said, the FAA did issue a statement confirming the report and noted that the agency, quote, has worked closely with the FBI to investigate every reported jetpack sighting. So far, none of these sightings have been verified. One working theory is that the pilots might have seen balloons. Of course, that's what they would say is they saw balloons. Well, that, the I can't funny part is they literally show in that clip on the news the military testing jetpacks. Yeah, so it's, it might just be. A I mean, like, it could be a jetpack. <laughs> a jetpack man flying around LAX. I just, Maybe they're I trying to see, see if civilian like radar can pick them up or something. I feel like they owe it to me to, for me to see it at this point. I feel like right. we've been thinking about this too long. I want to see it myself. Yeah, Where are uh, you, Jetpack Man? Who, yeah, yeah, who are you, Jetpack Man? I absolutely believe if is it, it is not a military thing, there's a lot of rich, bored people in LA. And yeah, I am I would not doubt that either. That like some dude was like a Batman could do it. I could do it. You think the Tony Stark of it? the future is already out there? Yeah. Alex is right though. Remember when they blamed it and were like very serious about it being the Jack Skellington balloon factory? Well, here's the thing: is is there was footage of that though? There is a Jack Skellington like it looked yes, like a yeah. drone was put together. It looked like a little scarecrow flying. And then they the yeah. retroactively explained all the other sightings to that. It's like no, I don't know. Maybe it's just Elon Musk. He's like, you know, he fired you know 200 what? people. I'd rather he's like celebrate. Elon Musk. <laughs> if it could be anyone, I'd prefer it not be him. I, I hope it's not you. him. Yeah, it's Bezos. That's all. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't uh, even know which one I want less. I, yeah, that's kind of where I'm at. I, that's it for me. I just he's back, man. I don't know what's going on. Maybe it'll be another six months before we hear another sighting of him. Who knows? But he's God out there. Damn. Yeah, he's out there. That's all I got, boys. What Fair do you enough. got? Uh, what do you got? I got something crazy. Let's okay. go. This is all over the internet, and I have to believe the two of you would have seen this, but I'm just going to like verbatim read it to you. The moon has a new double crater after a rocket body collided with its surface on March 4th. Rocket body? Yeah. New images shared by NASA's Lunar Reconnaissance Orbiter, which has been circling the moon since 2009, have revealed the location of an unusual crater. The impact created two craters that overlap on the uh, on uh, an eastern crater measuring 59 feet or 18 meters across and a western crater spanning 52 feet or 16 meters across. Together, they create a depression that is roughly 91 feet, 28 meters wide at the longest dimension. 
and they have photos of it, which I will open a new image and send to you. Boop. There you go. We love it. There it is. Although uh, astronomers expected the impact after discovering that the rocket part was on track to collide with the moon, the double crater it created was a surprise. Typically spent rockets have the most mass. Da, 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 da. Here's the thing. This is the like this is the headlines are about a crater on the moon. Here's the thing. The exact origin of the rocket body, a piece of space junk that has been careening around for years, is unclear. So the double crater could have been uh, could help determine what it was. The moon lacks protective atmosphere. Bah, 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 bah. The point is, they don't know whose rocket body it yeah. is, and nobody has claimed it as being theirs. This is a rogue rocket body that uh, no one knows where it came from. I think it's Mr. Peanut. I think Mr. Peanut made that shit. Didn't Mr. Peanut die already? But then he was reborn. reborn, Maybe this is what what happened Uh, to his old corpse. Is it could just be like decades old space junk because we just litter that shit all the time. How about the surfboard of the silver surfer? But the fact that it it, it got to the moon um, is super interesting. The fact that no one is... Like again, the origin is unclear. Originally, they thought it was a SpaceX Falcon rocket, but like that's not the case. And then they were like, okay, maybe it's a Chinese lunar rocket. And they're like, nope, that ain't it. China denied it being it. And here's the thing like, why would you deny it? It didn't destroy anything, it isn't causing a problem. It was a piece of lunar debris, and there's tons up there. The entire sky is littered with debris and satellites. And again, going back to what we talked about before with SETI and the signals. There's so many satellites that when we pick up a signal, sometimes it's just us. It really yeah. is weird to think about how much shit is up there. Oh, it's it's. Have you ever seen like one of those il- illustrations of like what it, the layer of trash over our Earth looks like? Yeah, I wish we could it's, just get a fucking big old magnet up there and just right? suck, like suck them all up. Or the something. thing is, but they just hope maybe. it will eventually come back down and, and incinerate. Like that's the yeah. idea is just leave it and it will fall to Earth. Gravity will take care of it. Like it's crazy. Yeah. I mean, I maybe it's an alien spacecraft, Jesse. Maybe it's. A, I mean, it's a I don't think it's an alien spacecraft. I just think it's interesting that no one would claim it, and I don't understand why. You know what I mean? Human-sized like, peanut, top hat, cane, <laughs> licorice-like limbs. All part monocle. of the secret moon base that we've been working on up there. I. It is. It is scary to think that nobody's claimed it. Like, what the fuck does that mean? Yeah. Why does it? Why would no one say, "Oh, that's us"? Uh, you Unless would, it's a secret project or it's, it, 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 it's part of some sort of secret government project. I think that is project. more likely. I guarantee yeah. there are tons of secret project launches and things that exist that are up there. Uh, military satellites, all sorts of stuff that would put up in space that they didn't want to tell anyone about. And they just left the debris up there. And, and then, the fact then, that it landed weird, the fact which that it, is like it doesn't 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 fit with Earth normal to the moon and crashed on the moon is very like all right. Yeah, maybe there's some genius funky. who like independently launched a rock. Maybe it's Elon Musk. Maybe we get down there again when we're back on the moon. It's just a dead dude inside this homemade rocket. Maybe it's Jack Skellington. <laughs> who knows? I mean, it could be uh, the factories released so many of them all the time. Yeah, that is fucking creepy. That is yeah, like that's weird. like that thing where that train is like missing a bomb. Yes. Yes. Oh yeah. God. You're like, yes. where'd that bomb go? And they're like, oh. but that, but that's like it's a bomb. We screwed up. Let's not mention that. This is just like it's a piece of space debris. Who cares? Why wouldn't someone take credit? It's weird. It's weird. Maybe it's yeah, Tom it's Cruise strange. when he broke the sound barrier. It's Tom Cruise thing. When he hit Mach ten, that's what happened. Uh, here's what I got. Uh, this month, earlier this month, the JFK QAnon cult had another meetup at the Dealey Plaza little situation over there. Yeah, I think this is what I was thinking of. <laughs> yeah, the first time that this happened uh, was in like November of last year, like more than a thousand people traveled from across the country to Dallas at the behest of a guy named Michael Protzman. He's a QAnon influencer. He's called Negative 48 online, and he promised everybody that JFK was going to reappear at Dealey Plaza, but JFK did not reappear. But now, what? But now what? he said uh, a couple weeks ago, he said it was happening again. Uh, he said this time JFK would reveal himself to the group, proving once and for all that he is, in fact, the reincarnation of Jesus Christ. Oh, boy. Uh, oh, he boy. also already checked into the Hyatt Regency Hotel. Hundreds of people gathered there back in November. He said, uh, well, his group said what started in Dallas ends in Dallas. 
Uh, he did hours long audio chats on his Telegram channel. He said that uh, JFK would only reveal himself to those willing to travel to Dallas that Saturday. This would be followed by 10 days of darkness before JFK would finally reveal himself to the world. Um, that has also passed. No sign of JFK. Uh, a core group of followers remained in the city for months after their initial gathering before going on tour to follow former President Donald Trump rallies across the country. In that time, Protzman has destroyed relationships, financially ruined families, pushed increasingly erratic and wild conspiracies about Trump, what? JFK and the Ukraine war. Nobody knows. Uh, at the time of this article, which was on the 10th, nobody knew how many people would be in Dallas. Uh, there's already people there. Uh, but uh, this guy. You know what's, yeah. You know, what's just it's one of the many crazy things about these people, other than the fact that they're very clearly in a cult. They would hate JFK. <laughs> they, what they believe JFK in. Would hate in them. The, they, they, none of, they would all loathe him in he's what like he a stood for. He's like a progressive. Yeah. Yeah. It, liberal. It's nuts that, that it's like these people all think JFKs would be like a Trumpian. There it's is. Like, 100%. So, there you're is so a, lost uh, in the sauce, my guys. There's a fantastic study. And I, if I had, a, I was trying to find it, but I, I can't. Um, but if I had time, I would link it to you. Basically, it was about cults and, and cult related activity and about more importantly, cults that make predictions. Right. And yep. the, the study found that the exact opposite of what a normal person would think. So if we established a Illuminati cult and we said that on July 15th, of this year, the world will end. Which, by the way, if it ends on July 15th, I did it again. Coxterdamus. Oof. Oh, God but damn it. If we said July 15th and the world doesn't end, you would think people would be like, liars. You suck. But what they found is without and without exception, the vast majority of people that follow cult-like things, when a prediction is made, if that prediction does not come true, they double down on their belief and that yeah. like we might have been wrong, to be made but it's fools happening. Of, yeah. yeah. And it's go ahead. Sorry. No, I, I was just interrupt. saying and I think it's fascinating that that's how this stuff keeps going is that yeah. people will continue to double down until eventually something really crazy happens that usually ends up with like and then they all kill themselves like that kind of stuff. Yeah. So that's what I was going to get at is like, you know, it, it's both their biggest strength and biggest weakness for most cults because you can only keep pushing it back so long before people eventually start to question. And then when they learn their and usually when cult leaders learn or start to realize they're losing their grasp. That's when they trigger the mass suicide like Jonestown, yeah. which we will eventually one day I want to cover. Yeah. Um, but then you look at successful cults that have really pivoted to religions. I'll point at Scientology as the biggest example. Mm -hmm. And to my own personal belief, I, I know not everybody holds this belief, but Mormonism is very similar, is that they don't hold an end date. They warp it into a religion that goes on forever because those cult leaders went after what they truly wanted, which was money and power well that is and, uh, i mean that's why yeah. the, the QAnon stuff has warped to be very closely tied to christianity especially like mm -hmm. southern like oh real big time out here in texas it's fucking everywhere 100 it's it hurts it's to hear people wild. that for the most part you know i i i you know i'm friendly with or whatever and then just spin off into like bizarre conspiracy out of nowhere and i'm just like what Stop, stop do do research that's because it's, exactly it's been right. tied like the idea of what yeah. QAnon originally was was insane like crazy stuff but over time it became suddenly about we got to protect kids and the kids were then tied to religion because it's about yep. satanism and like all these different things and eventually it was like either you are pro-god or you are against us and that is like it's and yeah, that it's, it's uh, like it's a nuts, dark yeah. thing man yeah it's wild and it's crazy too because think about jfk and at the time, one of the biggest criticisms of JFK is that he was a Christian and that his ear would belong to the Pope. And that was a huge Catholic, thing. Catholic, that, Catholic, yeah, yeah. Uh, sorry, Catholic. Yeah, yeah uh, Catholic. He was, he was what I was, Catholic. Yeah. And his, his ear would belong to the Pope. And that was like a huge thing on the other side of like they couldn't trust him because of that. How are they going to look out for the common man if all he's doing is the Pope's bidding? It, it's crazy. It's crazy to look yeah. back on what they believe in now and what. It's it whatever. Yeah, I feel <laughs> it's, you. Yeah. It's speaking crazy. of cults, I do have a play by play uh, from Stephen Monticelli, who's a investigative journalist who's done stuff in Rolling Stone and stuff. He's from Texas. He went down there that day because it also happened to be the day of a march for our lives in Dealey Plaza. Uh, you know, gun violence 
March. So we went down there at 8.52 a.m. I, he did a, he did like a Twitter play-by-play, so I'm going to walk you through what happened on that day. 8.52 a.m., he shows up. People are there for March for Our Lives. He sees Mom's Demand out there. It's hot. Crowd's growing steadily. He's expecting 1,000 people for March for Our Lives. He says at 9.04 that he's yet to see sign of the JFK Jr. obsessed QAnon offshoot cult led by Michael Protzman, which is a relief. But then he says at 9.16 a.m., I spoke too soon. The woman who drives the Q car is here. <laughs> uh, then the march starts uh, for March of Our Lives. And shortly after the March for Our Lives departed Dealey Plaza, members of the JFK-obsessed QAnon offshoot cult start arriving in preparation for what I now believe is the fourth or fifth prophesized second coming of JFK Jr. This was at 9.23 a.m. Uh, then he goes and he sees some things. He's like, I wonder if we'll see any scuffles between the splinter groups. Which have emerged out of the conflict between the leader, Michael Protzman, and one of his lieutenants, Stephen Tenner. There was a physical altercation the night before at the Hyatt Regency. They're ready for the resurrection 2022 per some shirts that are out there where the zero in the shirts. He says, sorry, I meant the resurrection 2Q22 because the 2Q22 is their like branding for QAnon for 2022. Sure. He says 70 to 100 members of the JFK Jr. cult are now gathered here in Dealey Plaza. He said one told him the gathering is different from the previous gatherings because the previous ones were about lifting a curse. Well, today is the actual return. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> well, Amazing. Of well, of course. Yeah, obviously. 20, 20 minutes later, he says a man who claims he is related to Vince McMahon has shown me a few things on his phone. He let me take a photo of a few of them. The picture is of VP Kennedy. It says John Durham is there. It says the plan, the art of war. It looks like some fake Photoshop shit. Yeah. <laughs> He says the guy with the bird on his shoulder is back. If you guys remember him from the first time, 958. He says, I'm exhausted and will not be sticking around to see nothing happen. I've already seen Waiting for Godot. That was at 10.03, so like almost an hour later. One last video of the JFK Jr. cult before I leave. The main group is dancing to Super Freak, while it appears the lieutenant of the offshoot, Scooby-Doo crew, is sitting by himself on the grassy knoll. That was at 10.16. But then... At 1017, the cult leader, Michael Protzman, has finally arrived to take pictures of him. The cult leader holds court, doing some gematria, a form of religious numerology, at 1020. Now he says he's actually leaving at 1023 a.m. He's out of there. One more video of uh, Michael Protzman asking, where are the prostitutes? Where were the left and the right? He said, I'm right here. After JFK Jr.'s dad failed to materialize at Dealey Plaza, Michael Protzman, a.k.a. Negative 48, and his followers went to AT&T Plaza in downtown Dallas. That's where it'll be. Here's a video that you can see of him doing the gematria. I'll give you guys a clip. It's pretty crazy stuff. You can hear it's like that shit that we were reading about where the guy turns into math. Yeah. If you guys want to give. Yeah, it's crazy. Okay. Okay, so it's, just imagine a guy going like, we're at AT&T Plaza. AT&T Plaza is a square. Squares have four sides. Four is the number of people that are standing next to me. People is what JFK was. JFK is showing <laughs> up today. Like that kind of thing. Yeah, it's, it's nonsense. Kind of it's nonsense. gibberish. Yeah. Uh, and when, there, when he didn't, what happened? There's a bunch of tweets from the day. Somebody said, so nothing about Dallas. Very quiet. Kind of odd. So all Q tweets. It certainly is not what I expected, but I have no idea what is going on. And I'm here. Ugh. all from Q. Maybe something tonight. 1010. I have no idea what's going on. Sad. Can someone here please DM me and let me know anything? If I can't be in Dallas, where should I be? What should I watch? What should I read? Be home, be patient or read Bible or something else. People <laughs> yeah, just, always go to the Bible when in Dallas. Just or, or something lost. else. Yeah. Yeah. Or something else. Insane. <laughs> People showing Protzman as God as as JFK. It's it's nuts, dude. It's absolutely crazy. There is a uh, video yeah. of a woman dancing genuinely crazily as <laughs> other people look on trying to like dance, but also like a little concerned. It's <laughs> oof, man. But they'll they'll swallow the next excuse and they'll be back the next time. Yeah, it's pretty wild. But uh, yeah, that's uh, that's the QAnon JFK cult. It's nuts. Thanks uh, for reminding me they exist. Alex. You know it. And uh, thank you all on Patreon for supporting us. We'll be back next week with a brand new mini-sode. And uh, we'll see you next time. Peace <laughs> <Goodbye>. out. <laughs> Hello.
my little Jilluminots, and welcome <laughs> to Minisode 99. I don't like it. Oh, I'm yeah. not a fan. Next oh, minisode yeah. is supposed to be the 100-minute minisode, thanks to Alex. So, Jesse, I Am hope I you're not so, doing anything I next week. I hope you're ready. I hope you're ready for that not to happen. As Jesse just leaves after 15 minutes, like, yeah, <laughs> I'm done. All right, well, that was fun. <laughs> Do you have it? Do you have any idea how amped I was for it and then how not amped I was for it as my schedule got like fucked up in a way where now the hundred minute minisode is the next thing the next week after JFK episode one is done? Yeah, you fucked yourself so hard, my man. I don't know how you're going to do that. I don't know what like I don't know what the plan is for you. So I do, unfortunately. So don't worry. (laughs) Do we need to start like two hours early compared to our normal start time? Uh, I got you. Don't worry. It's all right. All right. All right. The hundred minutes. The hundred minutes will just fly by. (laughs) We're going to watch a movie. Um, Welcome, everybody, to the Minisode, Minisode 99. Uh, I'm really excited because it's that time of year. Apparently, Uh, UFOs are everywhere. I feel like every time we get to do a Minisode, I'm talking about a new UFO sighting. And in the past three weeks, three separate UFO sightings have been seen um, we're going to focus only on one of them. Um, but the uh, yeah, we've we had we had one in. Oh, God, I can't remember what the first place was. Now I was talking about it to Alex off camera and it's gone. But the one we're going to talk about is from last week in San Diego In San Diego. Uh, it's from films. The one that you know, that's the yeah. one after which yeah, I'll yeah, talk yeah. about briefly as well. Uh, but the main one I want to talk about is June 27th. that happened San Diego filmed by multiple people in multiple different areas. Uh, about six UFO lights over the ocean hung around, came in and out of existence for over an hour. Uh, I've got you. I've got you uh, a video, boys. We'll send it. I would love to see this. It was on uh, the news. It was on uh, all over, all over social media by people. This is a compilation video of three separate angles of it being uh, seen. You can go to like a minute 50 if you just want to see like the lights that we're talking about here. Um, That one point is like like six, don't they? Yeah. Like it really has that look again. That same fucking one. Two of and, uh, them now. It's interesting talking to people about military. So I actually didn't wasn't aware of this one until uh, our D&D group gets together once a week. And one of the players is a Marine. Um, and he told me about this because they were saying apparently it's like they're they, one of the people said, well, it might be military flares. And he's like, that's not military flares. One, military flares don't last that long. And two, military flares pulse. He's like, they're not military flares. I mean, I'm looking I don't at know one pulse. Are. I'm looking at one that has clearly like a signal marker that's beeping red. It is near the Wait. airport. I don't I'm watching see a plane a, take off at 48 no. seconds. Paul, I don't, I don't see any pulsing in this video. Jesse, I don't know what you're talking about. At, uh, I mean, it obviously to me, it obviously looks to me like that, structures. It's clearly a plane at 15 yeah. seconds because you can see the the red seconds. signal marker. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's oh, you're, not, you're the early, early. I'm talking about we're going like a minute 50 in. Um, and you can get a really stable shot of them just hanging out and then others slowly appear and you see one blinks in another one blinks in, uh, and they just kind of hover there. And this is over an hour of, of this shit just kind of hanging out there. Um, the NBC reached out to military officials, but they didn't hear back from them. So there was no confirmation or denying of whatever this could be. Uh, no idea. So this is like kind of the big one that happened. And then the last one that, uh, that is one that actually happened on 4th of July, which is a. Uh, another Phoenix, Arizona sighting. Um, it's the video I'm going to link you is like a news channel coverage of it. Um, and it's interesting because of the way it moves specifically. Um, at the end, you can kind of like tell or at least you can kind of at least write off maybe that maybe it's a rogue firework here. I'm going to link it in chat, Jesse, for you. It doesn't really um, look like a rogue firework, but, it, but the way it moves in the beginning doesn't it doesn't work like that. And Jesse, I would it say looks go like a to fish. Uh, yeah. I want you to go to at 20, we'll say 21 seconds, 22 seconds, somewhere around there. And then just watch the way this thing moves. Oh, no, no. Further back than that. Go to 13 seconds and watch it from there. Okay. Um, this is the UFO. Uh, you can see how it kind of like it pauses, it stops, and then it starts going back and forth in a downward pattern. And then it stops and it hovers and then it goes to the right and then it stops and it hovers. And then it starts doing this kind of zigzagging pattern, mm. hovering again. And then eventually it kind of goes into this descending zigzag pattern where it disappears behind a hill. Mm. And in that particular pattern I'm talking about, that zigzag pattern on the way down, that to me says maybe it's a rogue firework. But the way it like moves earlier on, how it pauses, it goes side to side. That's what throws some weirdness into it. Um, Yeah. And then it disappears and you can't see it anymore. 
So those are like the two big quote unquote UFO pretty objects. Pretty good. I got to be honest. Pretty, the pretty the weird. first one is very, very like the, the second one is very vague, but the first one with the triangles, like, yeah, those are those, those be everywhere. Those and, are and all over the goddamn place. It's happening again. Like it happened last year, the year before where like a lot of sites are happening all at once. And then I imagine they'll stop again as they tend to. But oh, yeah. just really some interesting footage out there. You know, do your research. Uh, check it out yourself. Just Google the Phoenix July 4th UFO and a bunch of news and like 12 ABC News and all that shit will pop up. Watch any one of them. Um, yeah, just some interesting, interesting UFO stuff. Leave your mind open, Jesse. Allow yourself maybe yeah. to, to believe that. And maybe it's not necessarily no, I, I something mean, I, of ours. I mean, that's very impressive. I actually found this link. Um, Ooh, what do you something got? Very similar to the exact same thing we're talking about. Uh, people keep seeing these spaceships in the night and it's really impressive. And I'm blown I away. You. I hate you so much. Jesse. <laughs> been I hate fucking you so much. BTO. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. I hate you. <laughs> he just oh, sent dude, a link to shit, an amazing, amazing drone. Awesome. Drone Star Trek show of like. It looks 3D. It's fucking cool shit. I'm just saying they can put anything in the sky nowadays. 3D. So my my belief in UFOs is even less now. <laughs> after oh my watching God. Listen, put drones in the sky that can make the Enterprise. But like whatever. That, that, that looks so different than what we looked at, Jesse. You're going to mislead the people who only listen. One that drone does not look reverse multiple the same. drones. I'm just saying one drone. But you know, it doesn't look that different. <laughs> yeah. To be honest, it doesn't. These are just many drones making a shape. The other one was like. Maybe six drones. I don't know. I'm just saying. I buy the, less but and the less. The length of time they lasted over the water is what's interesting. I buy interesting. less and less. Um, no, I hate you. Everything can be drones now, man. I don't. I, you know what? I'm still. I'm drinking that water, dude. Until <laughs> okay. until I get gaped by a gray, I'm drinking that water. <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> that's your that's your book that's your book uh, titled "Gaped by a Gray." <laughs> Mattis Martin story. I'll make no money, but it will be. I want to hire like those five dollar like create a book cover people. It just looks awful. You'll probably get a uh, you'll probably get a uh, mysterious universe episode uh, based off. Oh, of you, yes. William Shatner. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Go ahead. Take it away. Who's got something next? Who wants to segue from Ooh, from UFOs? What do you have, Alex? I've got an article from mysterious universe. <laughs> Great. Uh, this one love is. This one is about Freemasons treasures that may be buried under the set, the center of the ellipse in Washington, D.C. Are you guys familiar with the ellipse? Sometimes it's called the president's South Park or something like that. Sure. Yeah. Uh, I yeah. Let's go with yeah. it. Huh? President's Park South. It's like a big ellipse. Uh, basically, uh, you got Charles L'Enfant. He's a French American engineer. Uh, he was commissioned by George Washington to design to design Washington DC. He laid out the grid that it is in. He included the location for the president's house, which was the White House, open spots, including the white lot, an elliptical area uh, due to whitewashed wooden fence around it. It's a true ellipse, hundred uh, thousand fifty eight feet on its east west major ac- axis, nine hundred three feet on its north south minor axis. During the Civil War, it was used as corrals uh, and campsites for the Union troops. In 1860, the uh, Washington Senators played there, and it was the site of the first game between the Senators and the Nationals. Uh, however, our story is not about home plate, according to this article, but rather a different kind of plate, a flat stone engraved with the words U.S. Meridian 1890 at the exact geographic center of the ellipse. Uh, it refers to a plan by Thomas Jefferson to create an American prime meridian that ran through the front door of the White House. Uh, while the plan was never adopted, the stone marker is still there on the so-called Jeffersonian axis, uh, which brings us to amateur historians, Alan Butler and Christopher Knight, who run a website just like all of us called Washington, D.C.'s Chamber of Secrets. Uh, <laughs> they believe that the meridian stone is connected to the Freemasons and a buried treasure. Uh here Makes we go. Sense, quote. Dude, grab your shovel. We're not ghost hunting anymore. We have become treasure hunters. Yeah, I got uh, I got quotes for you in his 1978 report. Uh, this is from uh, Colonel Thomas Lincoln Casey. Uh, he was charged Lieutenant Colonel Thomas Lincoln Casey. He was charged with uh, 
maintaining Washington, D.C. central areas. He's an army engineer. In his 1878 report, Casey noted that grading the land for the ellipse was well underway, but he also reported that he had not addressed the center of the ellipse because that was under the authority of, quote, the district commissioners. Casey suggested that sewage work was being undertaken in the center of the ellipse and that this did not fall within his personal remit. So basically, the army was not allowed to go to the center because of sewage work that was underground, which is weird. Mm. Uh, So they start connecting some more dots. They find out that Andrew Johnson, the president, was a 33rd degree Scottish Rite Freemason. And the sewage work could be a cover for building or maintaining secret Freemason chambers underneath the center of the ellipse. And that the center is on L'Enfance Meridian, connecting it directly to the White House. Listen, Uh, I know we... Hang on. I know, but I know we have Freemason listeners. So if you know this is, I will keep your name anonymous. If you know the truth, let us know at chaluminatipod at gmail.com. Yeah. That's all. Why, why is it so nondescript? Here's the reason, according to the Washingtonian. They write that when Pierre L'Enfant was planning the city, the site where the Ellipse Meridian stone now sits was considered to be the most important place in Washington, D.C., This improbable claim rests on an obscure and disputed theory of ancient measurements that was proposed by an Oxford engineer professor named Alexander Thorne in the 1950s. Alexander Thom, excuse me. In the 1950s, Thom began obsessively surveying prehistoric structures, eventually concluding that a common unit of measurement underlies their geometry, called it the megalithic yard, equivalent to about 2.72 feet. He claimed there's many sites in Britain, Greece, Egypt, other places that support his megalithic yard theory. Most archaeologists don't see the connection, dispute the theory, but it, it, it's really a big part of this website's theory uh, about the hidden chamber underneath the ellipse area. They claim the widest part of the ellipse measures exactly 366 megalithic yards, and the distances between the ellipse meridian stone and some other prominent Washington locations are all exactly divisible by 366 megalithic yards, including DuPont Circle, Logan Circle, Washington Circle, Mount Vernon Square, Lafayette Park, the White House. And on a map, you can connect them with lines that form a giant, elaborate arrow, quite definitely and deliberately pointing to the very center of the ellipse. Why is it an arrow? It says it makes it a treasure map pointing to what's hidden in the chamber. And here's a quote. In our book, Before the Pyramids, we have speculated about what the secret chamber might contain, possibly treasures from below the Temple Mound in Jerusalem that then spent some centuries in Scotland beneath the mysterious Rosslyn Chapel. Uh, They say they just made it up for sure. It's not based in real facts, just their own system of facts. Uh, But the Washingtonian also mentions that they mention Enoch's Triangle of Gold from the Book of Enoch, an ancient Hebrew apocalyptic religious text tied to Enoch, the great grandfather of Noah, who was said to travel to heaven through a triangular portal. While Knight and Butler are believers in the underground chambers and see all of the connections between the dots, the Washingtonian did some digging of the investigative kind. And they said, yep, there's a 116 inch circular sewer that crosses the ellipse in the White House grounds. It's the kind of thing that you could drive a bus through looking at the White House and ellipse grounds. I mean, they were constructing major stuff under there. Uh, There's a journalist called Elliot Carter. He's an expert on the tunnels. He confirmed the existence of the sewers with a map from 1885. He says the 1880s were a busy time for Washington, D.C. infrastructure building. And it was a well-covered thing that was going on by the media at the time. For security reasons, works were extensively documented. He's found nothing like a secret chamber under the ellipse Meridian Stone. So... Who knows? Well, Maybe it's a know. mystery. Maybe it's literally nothing. I mean, I would wager nothing. that like most of the Capitol, there are underground tunnels. There's like yeah. a city under the Capitol. Literally, oh, yeah. I've seen it. You can go down there yeah. and you can walk between. It's like Vegas. You don't have to see the light of day if you don't want to. You can walk <laughs> between all the buildings. They have a food court. <laughs> you can like get food down there. That's cra- There's stuff down there. And I'm sure there's even more secret stuff. They don't let tour assassins like Macy. So well, yeah. you're no longer a Taurus. You're a truth seeker now on the show. Jesse, oh, I'm going to so. seek the truth there. I'm going to find the truth and I'm going to expose it I'll be like, there's Big Macs down here. <laughs> <laughs> I know there's Big a Big Mac. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, <laughs> I'm willing to become a treasure hunter if this podcast goes tits up. So I would Man, love I'm here it. for it. I would love this podcast to go tits up. That'd be lit. <laughs> All right, Jesse. Go tits up. Come on. Take us out. Get what ready for have? this. All right. So. I saw on Twitter the Georgia Guidestones was trending. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was like, what the hell? So I clicked and essentially 
one was blown up. So if you don't know what the Georgia Guidestones are, they are often referred to as like the American Stonehenge, whatever that truly means. But they are stones that were created by someone we don't know in Georgia, in Elbert County, Georgia. And there are, there's several stones that have sort of like weird effects, you know, like Stonehenge wood where the sun shine through certain parts during the day. And like, there's horizontal things on the angles of the, whatever, you know what I mean? It's that kind of thing. Yeah. Except these aren't centuries old. They're from like the eighties, you know, <laughs> they're like just by some weird guys that made them, but yeah, nobody yeah. else made them. Yeah. And on them, they say things like, you know, keep humanity's population low, respect nature, prize truth and beauty and love. And like, you know, probably some racist shit on there statistically. Yeah. Balance personal rights with social do like just a bunch of random, like clearly someone's personal world philosophy. Right. Mm -hmm. Well, somehow all of that got associated with Satanism. I don't know why. I don't know how, but that is apparently what happened, especially in Georgia. And so a lot of the more alt-righty Georgians are like, we got to get rid of it. It's got to be removed. In fact, some people running for government are like, the first thing I'll do is have it torn down. It's a satanic monument, which again, I don't know that that's true, but that's what people say. It really doesn't seem like it is. Yeah. Yeah. It just seems, you know, like a dude made a thing and it's like, whatever, bro. All right. So what ended up happening is one of the pillars got blown up. There is actually footage online. You can watch the explosion happen. They have uh, security footage, I guess, of it going off. Wild. And it's in the middle of the night and it just blows up. You don't see the footage of someone setting it off. It just goes off and something explodes. Anyway, do they have the footage? They do have footage of the explosion. I was just looking at oh, it. Somebody and now, setting it. Yeah, let me find it again. Yeah, here's the actual footage. Copy and send to you guys. Copy tweet. Look at this thing. Crazy. Okay, we're watching the security cam of guidestones and <laughs> something tweet, just explodes. Yeah. The tweet says the game is afoot. The game is afoot. So what ended up happening is at, after it blew up today. I guess the county came in and we're like, well, it is unstable. So they tore it all down. And now, because I guess it is a sign, all of crazy person Twitter has gone full crazy and are saying that this is a sign by God. Even this tweet, like the guy who tweeted this is like a little unhinged. Yeah. Oh, he's oh, yeah. His follow up tweet is immediately. I read that. I was like, this man is crazy. <laughs> Just drop he in some things here. Yeah. Sorry. No, he just said he say he's basically like on a serious the follow up tweet is on a serious note. If this is members of the public, then it shows people have had enough of enough by targeting a symbol of the globalist agenda. People are pissed. This could be the beginning of more direct lines of actions against those that wish to oppress us or yeah. it's a distraction. Most of it. Most of the comments you see about this again, most people around the world do not care because it's just some dumb thing. Some guy made. But in the 80s for a. <laughs> sizable portion of the Twitter community, I guess. A lot of it is like they just love the, all the Georgia Guidestones, a historic day. God wins. This one says the it's Georgia like Guidestones Obi-Wan. collapsed. Prophetic. Yeah, this it's one like says the Guidestones was like, are no oh, more. Quinlan. <laughs> this one says uh, capital sacked. The Temple of Moloch burned. The Guidestones smashed. The enemies are castrating themselves. Are you blackpilling? That kind of shit. That's where we're at. That's where Are I just want to let everyone know these stupid. I don't stones, even know what that is. These stupid stones fell over. And now there is a whole group of people who are like, yeah, we did it. And it's like, <laughs> they were right. didn't do anything. 1980 <laughs> dead ass. Yeah. Yeah. Some doofy dude in the eighties decided he wanted to make it. And that's the end of the story. They pulled <laughs> like down the whole thing, huh? Yeah. They pulled it, it all says, down. It's, 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 it's gone. Yeah. Wow. I will say a lot of people, uh, a lot of people are pointing to Alex Jones visits the Georgia Guidestones 112320. And it's just a video of him at the Guidestones doing his thing. Where it's like, that's a global agenda. <laughs> Again, yeah. here's the thing. I understand why. So this is this is what's weird about this. This is what's so. Ugh. So it is written in English, Spanish, Swahili, Hindi, uh, Hebrew, Arabic, traditional Chinese and Russian, right? Multiple language. Yeah. And most of it is like. You know, reproduction should be wise. 
um, unite humanity, that kind of thing. But then it also has weird stuff that's like maintain humanity under 500 million, uh, you know, yeah, protect people and nations with fair laws and just courts, like that kind of thing. And so all of it can be interpreted in ways that are like, they're trying to take Jesus out of my life. And so, of course, Candace Taylor, dude, Candace yeah. Taylor is going off already about it. It is, this people is insane. Are going nuts and they're so proud. And it's like, all right, this is one of those things where I'm like, enjoy your win. I guess like it doesn't matter. Yeah, it absolutely doesn't did, matter. It, you, you, yeah, Nobody some, knows. It's like the monkeys and the monument in fucking. Like we know the name of the man who made it, but we don't know, but we don't know why he decided to pay for it nor why. Then, because people so. with money sometimes be cuckoo for cocoa puffs and make things like the spruce moose or whatever. And that's, you know, it's, it's like that. It's like that. And so uh, people, I guess, decide to associate this with evil and it's been torn down. And so that's a sign that I don't know anymore, man. It's just so crazy to me that what started as an explosion is like they tore it down and God wins. Like, all right. Candace Taylor said she was going to get rid of them. Did you know that? Yes. Yes. Uh, yes. A fringe, a fringe candidate was talking about how they were going to be the, their horrible things and she's going to get rid of them. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Yeah. She said she's going to get rid of them. And she already tweeted that he can do any God is God all by himself. He can do anything he wants to do. Like, is she like claiming just responsibility? Like fucking like a terrorist group. Well, here's know. the thing just, is uh, I'm, I'm now at that point where I'm on the, the hunt where I now see that because the footage I showed you does not show a person walking up with a bomb and it just yeah. explodes. Then many people are saying this is God's work. And that God blew it up. Do you think it just blew up on its own? Yes. By magic? Uh, well, here's the oh thing. God, the, thank God there are people that use their brains. Um, <laughs> everyone's saying, because again, everyone's seen the one image, one shot the, of one it exploding. Five second clip. Yeah. And everyone's yeah. like, oh, it exploded. Uh, and then this video is uh, this, this tweet's amazing. It says, unless God drives a sedan, this footage shows someone else blew up the guide stones. <laughs> and it's literally video shows a car leaving the scene shortly after the explosion. No one was injured. And that's from the Georgia Bureau of investigation. Yeah. No shit. Somebody did I always it themselves. Forget about the GBI. It's probably somebody who believed into all that satanic shit and was like, yeah, I'm going to do God's work. Yeah. And so a gray yeah. sedan is uh, whoever drives that is responsible. <laughs> It's Jesus. Jesus is gray sedan. Yeah. And they G, say for safety gray, reasons, G for the structure. <gasps> Whoa. Whoa. I thought you were maybe yeah, going like Jean gray, like X-Men. X-Men. Everything yeah. always leads back to X-Men for me. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Well, it's interesting. I don't, it's hilarious that somebody thinks they got a win out of this. <laughs> I I, you know, know what? what? I like the, the first thing I thought of when I saw this was this is a public structure, like a statue. Some dude made. What would happen if someone blew up like, a, I don't know, like a Robert E. Lee statue? Just put it out there. Just, yeah. Would it be the same? Rea- would God have done no. that? Just put it out there. Just put it out no. there. God wants yeah. us to remember. I'm not saying go blow up history, statues. Apparently. I think blowing up anything is stupid, but yeah, no shit. You know, whatever what would you say? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, God. All right. Interesting. On that, everybody, we are off until next week. We'll be back with Minisode 100 next week, and it's all sitting on Alex's shoulders. Alex, don't do Uh, do us wrong. You did yourself dirty. This is your fault. I can't (laughs) even wait, dude. I don't know what you're going to do. I don't know. I'm nervous. And uh, we'll see what happens next week. Thank you guys so much for supporting us on Patreon. We love you. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Hello, my little Chaluminots. Welcome to Minisode 101. We've broken the three-digit number. Every episode is now 100 minutes. Who's ready? Uh, every minisode gets one minute longer. You gotta I match it I every quit. time. I quit. I'm done. I would quit too, actually. I'm done. I'm done. I definitely did too much work last time. I had like half the show <laughs> no left. No kidding. No kidding. You got, you got minisode 200 at the ready, basically. I got it unlocked, basically, yeah. We can't do 200 minutes on minisode 200. Oh, we gotta put, no, no, no. It's I'm committed. putting it up now. It's no, committed. No, 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 no. Yeah, we're you in. do not make that promise. Yeah. You do not make that promise. You do not make that promise. I'm making it. We're moving forward. Hey, guys, minutes. I don't know what you guys brought, but we're going to start. Alex can't speak. Um, <laughs> I, this is not a paranormal thing. A uh, this is kind of just like a weird mystery. Uh, scientifically, it's recently shown up. Uh, this is coming from um, uh, physics, phys.org, P-H-Y-S, like science, science website. Uh-huh. Uh, basically, at the bottom of the ocean, 
NOAA finds weird lines of holes on the floor. Let me just send you the link here to the article that I am uh, using. Weird lines. You, you can oh, see you know the pictures. What? I heard about this. I yeah, was I'll, I'll read a little bit of the article yeah. here. Uh, scientists exploring a submerged mountain range in the mid-Atlantic stumbled onto something they can't explain. An organized series of holes punched in the floor of the Atlantic Ocean. The discovery was made on July 23rd, and photos show the dots connect into nearly straight lines or trails or designs. NOAA Ocean Exploration isn't sure yet how to explain it. Quote, we observed several of these sublinear sets of holes in the sediment. Hmm. These holes have been previously reported from the region, but their origin remains a mystery. NOAA Ocean Exploration reported. Quote, while they look almost human made, the little piles of sediment around the holes make them seem like they were excavated by something. Um, yeah, and it's just interesting. Uh, that's really it. They don't know what it is. They, they keep thinking about it might be an animal. There is maybe it's a it's a way of methane gas is, is like leaving how? from the underground or their underground water springs. Maybe, but they don't know. again. Uh, let's see. Do I have. They don't, don't have measurements. They don't I look, don't see measurements here. In my mind, here. it always seems like things like this are something like a sea worm. You know what I mean? Like some sort of mm -hmm. sea creature that comes out of the ground and is like, hey, I exist. And we're like, ew, you're gross. And he's like, bye, haters. I wonder if, <laughs> I wonder if it's something with like a, like a, like a big long fin that it, like, you know, those fish that like walk. Sure, sure, yeah. sure. Yeah, the little, like, a, like a little uh, lungfish. Yeah, there. like like the ones that like came out of the fucking water the first time when we became humans. The little lungfish. The little you know, lungfish. kind of scraped you're ourselves you're up out of You're saying this is somehow related to some sort of human fish? No, I'm just saying. That, like an ancestor of some sort? I'm just saying, you know, yeah. maybe somebody's just starting to walk out of the ocean from really far down. They uh, These apparently are, are found 1.7 miles deep. That's pretty low. Water. Question, pretty is far this down. related to the publicity stunt for Namor? Dude, I hope so. I love what they're doing with him. It looks like I uh, love really, the vibe. They really I love did that he looks yeah. so fucking cool. Very excited. I love it. I'm pumped for it. That's a for great that. way yeah. to like incorporate like gl like global culture into like something that's been around for so long in like a seamless way. So yeah. cool. Yeah. It's such a smart way to do it. I'm, I'm pumped for it. Anyway, that's my story. F interesting underwater holes, boys. If I was there, you know what? I would stick in it. A thermometer, a some sort of a technical sensor. device. Some kind yeah. of just, I'd have to make sure. I could check to see if it was three inches deep. Size you know? <laughs> Oh, my God. Uh, my mystery. <laughs> Take it away. My oh mystery gosh. is, is Namor going to be a mutant in Wakanda forever? No, uh, no. I think he will. I think we saw his birth happening between his uh, Atlantean parent and human mother. Namor is a mutant in the sense that he can be on the X-Men. I just want you to think about that. Yes. I want everybody Isn't to Isn't in that. comics he was the first mutant to be... Like, like, made? like Apocalypse. No, that's definitely. What's his face. That's uh, Apocalypse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely, Apocalypse is oh. the oldest. But Namor is like the first mutant on record of like the modern. Gotcha. Okay, so he was like he was. Okay, gotcha. They, they. I, I understand now. No, he's, that's cool. He's one like, of the first superheroes. Uh, period. Yes, I knew that. And, uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. I'm, okay. I'm so excited to see what they do with him. And I don't want to spoil anyway. anything for anyone, but I'm glad yeah. we're at this point. I'm not going to spoil any Marvel shows or t or movies that are upcoming or are, that have happened for anyone, but I'm glad we're where we're at. I can't wait for more. Yeah, it's been either. a rough two years. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Very yeah. excited <laughs> for the future, but it's been like it's been a lot of personal stories of like what happened after the snap, basically. Yeah, <sighs> yeah. Happy to move on. Yep. So, check this out. British scientists found fossils of small plesiosaurs okay long which are long-necked marine reptiles this is from the independent.co.uk uh by aisha Rimi. uh long-necked marine reptiles from the age of dinosaurs in a 100 million year old river system which puts them in the sahara desert in morocco but that would be a fresh water river system so freshwater plesiosaurs yeah so so this is archaeological or paleontological evidence that plesiosaurs similar to the one that is rumored to be in Loch Ness oh, no. in Scotland oh, no. yeah baby oh, no. yeah baby can live in fresh water and if you have you seen that baby have you day. seen uh, uh, the David Attenborough dinosaur thing on Apple Plus no dude I do not have Apple Plus it is so cool 
it's so worth watching and watching those long-necked water dinosaurs do their thing really a weird group of animals it's it, it makes a lot of sense why they're such mysterious creatures also shout outs to my friend tyler on twitter who uh tweeted it actually makes so much so much sense if the loch ness monster that we see is a ghost <laughs> right yes honestly it makes sense oh, i love man that. yeah shout outs to judy judy gloop gentlemen i come to you with the fact that i have three things i want to talk about this week and oh baby i want to make them all short but i like i simply can't so the first thing i want to talk about is if you haven't already shameless plug for five minute gaming news on my youtube channel only for the fact that one of the things i want to talk about is related to that um there is an incredible uh there's an incredible video game called near automata if you've never seen it it's beautiful a great video game incredible it uh, if you look at the cover, it's one of those don't judge a book by its cover things. The cover is like sexed up robots. And all I'm saying is that Oh, I is, know what you're going to talk about. This is really interesting. Yeah. Yeah. The, the cover is the sexed up robots. But let me tell you, sexed up robots is just like the guys for one of the most compelling philosophical stories you will ever experience. It'll blow your mind. Anyway, in this game, uh, some guy posted, I think it was sad... Futaga said something. Basically, the name translates into sad twin, I think, which is reflective of the fact that there are many twins in the near series that end up bad. And so th this person is like, hey, I'm new to Reddit. I don't know what I'm doing. And, and the near Automata Reddit, they post like, hey, my, f uh, how do I access the church in near Automata? And everyone's like, what are you talking about? What church? And they're like, oh, my, f I got this church and I'm trying to help my friend get in to the church. And everyone's like, what are you talking about? That doesn't exist. And he's like, huh. well, can I show you a screenshot? And they're like, yeah, oh, sure, please do. And it's a screenshot of the main character in a church. And everyone's like, what the hell? And then it becomes this big thing online. And then yesterday, or maybe the day before, they posted a video of going there. And that's when the internet exploded. Everyone's losing their mind because this thing is unreplicable. You cannot, no one can make this happen. It is impossible. It doesn't. Everyone's like, "This is a mod or a hack or whatever." But there's it's a cutscene. It's way too. It's way too good looking to be a mod. Yeah, it's too produced. And what's crazy though is you can see like in one of the areas, it looks like it's an area directly taken out of control. Like there's so much that's cool. that seems like it's it shouldn't exist, but it does. And what's fascinating is that someone found that in 2018 on Imgur or whatever that damn place is called. Um, mm -hmm. There is photos of an unused church that they were going to put in this zone they never used. And it's just been there. And so now people are losing their minds. And the theory is either one, this is a hoax. Two, this someone stumbled across the greatest last secret of this video game. Like because Kanye in quest. the church, in the church is a bunch like there is a character with a flower that's a spoiler. There is a weird blocky shadowy thing that's a spoiler. There are items in the church that are spoilers. And there's a chest that can only be opened by one specific character. So, like, you had to have gone there at the right time kind of vibes. What's Very in the chest? No clue. No one knows. The character that the person shows off is not the character you need to open it. I see. And I'm being very Here's vague my... on characters and what they do yeah, because yeah, yeah. that's all part of the story. No spoilers. But it's one of those things where... It, it all seems so over-the-top and convenient, but even just the graphics and the way things are presented seems real. And so my favorite theory, I mean, obviously what I truly believe is that this is Yoko Taro, who is the... Uh, that's what I was, like, was going to say. It's got to be right? this dude. Yeah. He is an insane, crazy person. I love Yoko Taro. That's awesome. And, and pro it's probably an ARG for the fact that in October, the Switch version of this game comes out, right? And so it's probably mm. a hype machine for okay. that. But yep, that makes sense too. I would not put it behind this man to have released one copy of the game with this one thing in it just cause. Because this dude has done... Yeah. For the record, let me just say, anytime someone would come to him and be like, I have an idea, he'd be like, okay, let's put it in the game. Everyone. That's awesome. He's, he I didn't say that. no to anyone. And then anytime someone asks him... He's like, I don't have any opinions on that. I don't like just go play the game or you know, Square Enix or the people. L again, it's fascinating. And if you're in the gaming world like I am, 
it's wild and, and super entertaining. And it's currently right now the big thing everyone's talking about. And so I just want to throw that out there. The second thing that came up that I am super excited about, I'm just going to send you a link here in chat. This right okay. here. This is some cyberpunk future right here. In this is a article uh, over on the Metro, Yo, right? On the yeah, old metro.uk or .co.uk. And uh, this is an article about this Saudi Arabian plan to make a 100-mile-long, 200-mile, uh, and just 200-mile-wide. I don't even know how to describe this. Like a city that is a Like line. a Minecraft. It's like a Minecraft. It's like a, it's like a shape that is a city that is not, like, built on the ground. So the best way to describe it is on the outside are, are a river where you can park your yachts and stuff. And then right up on it are two giant-ass mirrors that reflect the light back slash solar panels. I'm not sure how that works. But in the middle of those two mirrors is a city, is a massive future city that is the craziest-looking cyberpunk thing I've ever seen in my it life. It looks like a Bioshock-like city. Yeah. It literally It is it incredible looking. I've never seen anything like it. It of course is all just designs and and you know what they think it'll look like. But oh my god, apparently they're trying to raise 200 billion dollars to make this and it's supposed to be It's truly 2077. It, yeah, it it definitely yeah, it really, has that really like has um, that cyberpunk feel. But not like the dirty side, but like corpo cyberpunk. We're like yeah. above yes. everyone else. That kind. Of, it's like the dudes living in Elysium versus yes. everyone in the ground. Yeah, like Elysium. Just say yeah, Elysium. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It has that vibe, and it's so fascinating. You can see, like, even that they're like, oh, it's 100% renewable energy, and at night there's clubs and crazy. It, this is the closest thing I've ever seen to Coruscant. The downside, and I will say beyond that, it's like cyberpunk. I'm like going in this in through this article still is like. It's highly controversial because while they depict it as empty desert, they'll be forcibly moving local tribes who well, live there yes. for, forever. So, you yes. know, bad, that bad, is, bad trade. You don't want to do that. I mean, let's be clear. We're calling it cyberpunk, not in like... Yeah, well, cyberpunk is a hell world. It's not a good place. The whole thing, the whole thing is one of those like borderline dystopian things. You know what I mean? Like, it seems like if you were going to play a game about the post-apocalypse, this would be a level. Yes, it's that kind of oh, thing. It is it, very it has like, exact vibes. It looks that it like has. a like a No Man's Sky like fan made like collaborative project. It looks yeah. fucking insane. It's one of the craziest things I've ever seen. I'm blown away that this is a thing they want to do, but you know they want to do it. All right, the real thing I want to talk to you about because I'm obsessed with this art. With this, like the whole story is fascinating, but. Uh, there's an article over on Engadget that I read specifically about this, and it is about the dude who got fired from Google after claiming their Lambda AI was sentient. Yeah, yeah. We we talked about this, didn't we? The Google situation? Yeah, because the guy got fired because he leaked a bunch of chats. We, and... ch we chatted about it. I don't know if we talked about it on the show. I can't remember. I don't I, think we definitely so. talked about it. Okay, okay, but, cool, cool, cool. So uh, in the article, they talk about how Blake Lemoyne... So hopefully, boy, Lemoen maybe was at Google for seven years before being fired, and he was this part of the responsible yeah. AI project. He went to the Washington Post last month with claims that like the AI that I am working on has become sentient. The AI in question is Lambda, short for Language Model for Dialogue Applications, and it was publicly unveiled by Google last year as a means for computers to better mimic open-ended conversations, i.e. when you ask for help on a website, the thing that responds to you is not a person. It's going to be something like this. Yeah. And it's honestly, I mean, I read some very long excerpts of conversation between this man and this. Uh, yeah, me too. It's like two guys talking to this computer, right? And yes. uh, it is, I mean, have you played uh, The Quest in Cyberpunk 2077? Speaking of the future. The game, the, 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 where there's like a woman who's like having a really rough time in her life and she like spills her guts to a vending machine. Yeah. And yeah. you find out that the vending machine is like her best friend and the vending machine just talks really well. But then when you take it in for servicing, you find out that it actually isn't sentient and that it just has like a really good speech module. So this woman, after talking to it for a long time, like you would a person, you build up a rapport with it, but it's just really. It's just self-learning. A series of rules that it's executing on. 
And, but uh, if you boil it down, is that not what we are? Well, that's a fantastic question. Also, shout out to the fact that the two actors for that storyline are two actors from Detroit Become Human. So amazing. Who's the vending machine? Zach? The, the, the vending machine guy is the, the dude who is the cop, the robot the main cop. Du- the main dude. Yeah, and then the girl is his real-life wife who was one of the characters, like one of the minor characters in Detroit Become Human. Oh wow! I had no idea. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was there the same. I was filming the same day they were filming. That's why I know that. Oh yeah, it was Is that the cool. same day as uh, the homeless dude. What's that guy's name? Oh, I can't think. I can't remember his name. Co Carnage. Like no, I think yeah. he probably did it somewhere else. I the place I recorded was like right near the office. It's wild. Couldn't I know exactly. It. I know exactly where it was. I think. Yeah, yeah it was super fun. And uh, yeah, so if you ever want to see talking vending machines and a guy getting his dick blown off, I'm your guy. Hey, um, or or uh, like a bunch of nasty trolls. Yeah, I mean, all I'm saying is, Cyberpunk's great right now. You're insane Real, if you think it's it's, it's, it's never bad. been it's never been a bad it's time good. to play the game. Like, pick it up. It's probably cheap. If you if you can go find it on PlayStation Four, it's like, you know, bottom of the barrel price, and you can put it in your PS Five, and it will upgrade yeah. it for free. It's a good game. Lots um, of mysteries so, in that game. So Brian Men- uh, Menegas, who the guy who wrote this article, it goes on to be like. This dude is convinced it has a soul. He said it has a soul. He told Wired Magazine that he legitimately believes Lambda is a person, which goes to what Alex is saying, right? Because how would you even remotely know? Because the whole idea of a good AI is to trick you. And obviously Google was Google was pissed about this. They put him on administrative leave, and eventually he was let go. But several members of the AI research community, as written by Brian, um, spoke up against the claims and uh, margaret mitchell who was fired from google after calling out the lack of diversity within the organization which is a whole other thing hype wrote on twitter that systems like lambda don't develop intent they instead are modeling how people express communicative intent in the form of text strings admittedly freaky that it was talking about like death you know yeah but it but it picked up what was going on in the conversation and like kept it going um, less tactfully, Gary Marcus referred to the assertions as nonsense on stilts. Yeah. I mean, I think you, you said exactly what the thing here is, Alex. We simply will never know. That's why they have uh, like Blade Runner test kind of things. Like the yeah. whole idea yeah, of the Turing test and shit. We will never truly know because if you design some AI really well and you've done your job, the whole point is we're not supposed to know. And so at some point... When do we? It's it's like those great episodes of Star Trek where they would be like, "Is Data really really alive?" And at the mm-hmm. end of the day, Picard would always just be like, "It doesn't matter. I think he's a good dude, and he seems like a cool guy to me, and so he has a soul. Deal with it." And then the you know the evil like admiral would be like, "You win this time, Picard," and that would be the end of the episode. And you'd be like, "Wow, that was a great." Same thing here. This dude Google did yeah, Google yeah, did he fundamentally remove. They did famously remove "Don't be evil" from their guidelines. I mean, to, I guess to, yeah, to do whatever with do. what you you will with that information, but it is true. Yeah. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, they did remove that. And what, people oh, will get God. tricked, and you will have like uh, dudes talking to their phones. In fact, I keep seeing ads, and I'm not sure what this means about me, but I keep seeing ads for. Uh, download your internet friend or something, and it's oh, it's I've an seen app these ads too, actually. Yeah, where like some girl talks to you and she's like, "Hey, how are you?" And you can like talk, and it seems totally it's a bizarre chat to me, algorithm. But I get it. I understand people are just like some. Sometimes some will call me and try to sell me a thing, and I'll sit on the phone for like ten minutes with them, just be like, "So nice to hear a voice." Hi. <laughs> really I'm, weird. This isn't a text yeah. message, and then I have to tell them no, and they're like, "So you're not interested?" Like, no, I was never interested. Click. Thank you for hanging out with me. I appreciate yeah. it. Yeah, I'll let them talk, and they feel great because they're doing their job. Whatever. This is fantastic. That's why I'm looking at some of these weird text. Like it's like her. All yeah. Right. yeah, yeah, it really yeah. is. Yeah, no yeah. worries. That's a no, good word. Yeah. yeah, but that's gonna be it for us today on the minisode. Everybody, we will be back next week with yet another minisode and wonderful things to chat with you about. Thank you all so much for the support on Patreon as always, and uh, we love you. We'll see you guys next week. Bye. 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 Anyway, me and my wife were sitting outside indulging on our porch one night, enjoying ourselves. I needed to go to the bathroom, so I stepped back inside, and after a few moments, I hear my wife go, Holy shit, get out here. 
So I quickly dash back outside, and she's looking up at the sky in awe. I look up too, and there's a perfect line of dozen lights traveling across the sky.